Last week, it came down to Priyanka versus Alona. Alona, she went home. This week, there's some puppets. There's some garages, all sorts going on. Let's get into it. It is the Drag Race Recap Show. Yes, welcome to the Drag Race Recap Show for Canada's Drag Race Season 1, Episode 8, entitled, Welcome to the Family. I am Ben. I am Fraser. You might know us from a podcast called You're Welcome America, where in every episode we translate British pop culture for America. And American pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. In fact, we're recording a new app this week. But do you know what? We're not talking about that today. We're talking about Canada's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. So let's just do a quick recap of what the hell happened in the mini challenge, the Queen's Zoo Puppets. Uh, they basically have to dress up a puppet and do a shady impression of one of their competitors. And then for the maxi challenge, the queens must make over an LGBTQ refugee from the Rainbow Railroad to do a member of their drag family. And uh, essentially, they've got to have a strong drag family resemblance in the challenge. Yep. And on the main stage, the category is Family Affair. And Priyanka is named the winner of the challenge. And the judges put Lemon and Rita Bagger in the bottom. And after a, another great lip sync song, um, Rita's told Shantae you stay and Lemon is told to sashay away. So mm-hmm. before we get into the episode, um, I just wanted to have a quick moment just to uh, acknowledge the passing of Chi Chi Devane, um, an iconic drag race queen. It was so sad. And yeah, just, you know, I just want to kind of honor her her place in the drag race you know hall of fame she was um season eight and season three of all stars i believe and yeah she was just she was the kind of original country queen she was just such a such a lovely queen such a shining light so it's just really sad news now i i you know have only hopped on board the drag race uh race uh more in more recent years so i don't know much about her but i know producer brie was saying that she was sort of like a precursor to heidi and closet yes that kind of yeah. Her vibe yeah just very it was very much like that was her style and her vibe she was like country queen she's like oh i make all my own costumes i don't you know i'm like don't have all this money like all the other girls do and she was so charming and um just like yeah it was just really sad so i wanted just to kind of acknowledge uh how kind of sad and and lovely that that she was and how sad that situation is so okay should we get back into the the workroom close-up of jeffrey's face makeup mirror message did you like that that was that was lovely it was a little it was it was a little like I don't know, not not offensive, but um, kind of like I was about to be murdered in my house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it was like a warning, like a warning sound. Do you feel like it was a little Halloween? A little Halloween, but that's fine. <laughs> because Halloween involves costumes and so does drag. Hey, okay. So we're in the workroom and it's after Alona's elimination. Uh, okay, what was going on here? Actually, this was pretty juicy. Yeah. There was a lot going on. I felt like Rita Baga was very... She was not having it. She was just like very funny and blunt throughout. Yes. Yeah. Well, first of all, Jimbo um, said, she, Jimbo was like, Alona's gone home. She's on the midnight train to Georgia. Woohoo. See you later. Goodbye. Da da da. I'm Jimbo. You're so, pr- you're so proud of that impression. God, you've done your music and you've done your impression. You're unstoppable today. 
Still got my Rita impression to do. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so then Priyanka, because of course Priyanka was in the bottom two, so she reads the mirror message. And the, the message is a little surprising. It said, our world is changing for the better, and I'm blessed to be part of that change. Um, and they're, and, you know, they're all quite kind of like surprised that, you know, it wasn't more about her. And yeah. it wasn't more like me, me, me. It wasn't more Kelly Osborne in her twenty in her birthday at, at, in Las Vegas. Do you want to do an impression of that? <laughs> it's my birthday, Jack. So yeah, it was kind of like an actually like a nice, very, you know, it was about the world rather than yeah. about her. I think that was a that's a good that's a good rep. They they kind of they kind of like burned her and complimented her in the same sentence in this kind of moment by basically being like, oh, we thought you were going to be self centered, but actually you were pretty. You actually had like a pretty nice, you know, outlook on life. So, <laughs> and that was Rita. I'll do my Rita for you. And she's like, oh, we are all surprised. I thought we all thought she was going to be a bitch, but uh, turns out she was not. Maybe <laughs> she. And they and they were also very like. Um, uh well actually Priyanka, I think Priyanka said like Alona is was annoying as fuck. But she was also <laughs> yeah. a really good drag queen. So it's like, yeah, okay. I really appreciated that. Yeah. And also it's a really good moment where Priyanka was throwing off her shoes and there were sound effects, like each shoe she put like oh. threw off it kind of went bloop, bloop. The sound effects in today's episode were out of control. The amount of the amount of whip crack noises, the amount of um, I, I I listened to another podcast. I won't mention their name, but they call it the Top Chef. Sting! It's this noise that goes. Yeah. It sounds like knives being sharpened. Um, they used a thousand of them, and who else? Oh, uh, we'll get to it in a minute. But they they basically added a sound effect to a Priyanka kind of interview moment, and it was one of the best things that I've ever seen. <laughs> we'll get to Um, that so in this part of the show they also talk about well three queens have never been in the bottom and that's rita jimbo and bobo so there's a lot of that (laughs) chat going on isn't there what what are you laughing at i was laughing at all the names how it's like even even now the names are still complicated (laughs) rita bagger jimbo bobo (laughs) (laughs) thank god we're not talking about boa as well oh god (laughs) so yeah then priyanka's basically saying that she feels like they all think she's going to be the next queen to go. That was kind of her, like that was the the final send off of that moment. And then we just got into the kind of bits right before the credit where it all gets kind of very (laughs) tearing off, tearing off eyelashes and like like whipping off clothes and all sorts. (laughs) And Rita was trying to unzip Priyanka's dress and she was right in her armpit and they were doing like a fun, like smelly armpit kind of gag, which made me laugh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next day, the episode truly begins, and it's the top five. A phrase that actually does make sense. Yeah, it's like a top solid six, actual Top thing. six doesn't, top four doesn't, top five does. Oh, I forgot to mention just in that intro when Priyanka was wiping the mirror message, my other favorite character, the roof of the workroom, was very ever-present. Ever oh, this episode, ceiling, yeah. she really made her presence known. That ceiling was there. Like the ceiling was like, we're down to the top five. I need to, I need to get some airtime. I feel like kind of like that space, that kind of dark space, almost <laughs> like outer ever, space. Did you ever read the Twits when you were younger? The Roald Dahl book. You know how they, yeah, you know how they, they very, <laughs> very UK reference. Very UK, very down. deep cut. But you know how they made the Twits go mad by like 
like slowly changing things in their house every day and sent them into madness. I feel like as the, as the episodes are getting like nearer to the end, they're lowering the walls of the workroom and like more and more <laughs> of the roof is showing, or maybe I'm going crazy. Like the twits. Do you remember, do you remember the, the Robin Williams movie toys? from the yes. early 90s yes. and in one scene they're they're in a room and they're checking out fake vomit yes. and then the walls are closing in on them i love that scene i love what toys what a weird movie anyway right okay. they're back back in the workroom oh yeah and this is kind of they do a rundown of who's doing what so priyanka's one one maxi challenge lemons one two jumbo's one one maxi one mini and rita's one three maxis and now bobo nothing Nothing for you, mm-hmm. Bobo. Fair and fair enough, in my opinion. And then there's a little bit of a little bit of chat about um, untucked about Jimbo and Rita's fight, which I'll never tire of watching that footage of Jimbo being like, "That, that wig, that wig is thirsty. You look like an old grandma stuck ahead in the toilet. That lace line is fried." You do do do. And just like even when she's being nasty, it doesn't sound that nasty. It's because I've always so like sing song <laughs> yeah that i forgot i forgot about that um that fight as well that was like a lovely like oh yeah it really came out also, i made a note now somewhere around here there was some music in the background and i know you will have picked up on it as well and they use it later on in the episode they've never used it before but it was basically a britney a britney spears womanizer sound alike it was just like going on in the background and it came back later it was 100 a woman 100 a womanizer sound alike so just well, shout, out, shout out to that music clearance team i have to actually point out and this is actually good that i'm pointing out now and not later because it's kind of disrespectful but this is a real weird and this doesn't show myself in the best light but oh they the sound department when there's like this season when they've been talking about very sad real moments, they've been using this piece of library music and it's the exact same library music that a gay porn company uses in their titles in their like intro. So I, I'm really, I, I find I'm finding it's really undercutting the kind of sad moments because it's a gay porn studios, like intro music. Which is strange wait. that both of them cover those two different topics, but I was, and it's like sad downbeat music. What porn are you watching? <laughs> It's not that you're like, I feel like I need to like, I'll send you some, I'll send you some clips. Don't worry. Send me some samples. Um, (laughs) Side note, whenever you worked at the, or shot something at the BBC, did you have to go see the Grams team? Oh, no, I didn't. I had to use the BBC music jukebox for when I worked on uh, The Apprentice. And that was basically finding all of those, all of that, like, sound like bullshit music on there you could just type in a song and then you found these like janky versions so i would have typed uh, in like britney spears womanizer and it would have been called like glam women having a good time and then that would have been the Du-dum-dum-dum. got it <laughs> i i would always just go to see the the grams team the sound effects team and be like and they were like really old and had been working at the bbc since like the 1930s or something and i would try <laughs> in and be like hey have you got the sound effect of like i don't know a train going through a tunnel but coming out the other side and then crashing and then for some reason they would always have the sound effect that's great <laughs> anyway back to drag race canada okay, okay so then rue comes on the screen um and she says, and let's see if we can decipher this message this week. Cheers, McQueers. Love that. For ge- generations, drag queens have wondered, are we naughty by nature or naughty by nurture? Ooh, child, we're a boot to find out. 
I guess there's a couple of clues in there. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, And then introts Jeff. I'm going to just read producer Bree's line verbatim because I feel like it's the kindest way to do this. (laughs) Jeff enters the workroom to introduce the mini challenge wearing a patterned black bomber jacket. No mention of the lower half. Let's uh, move on. I think we've done enough Jeff bashing to last us a lifetime, but you Mm -hmm. know, so lovely miniature. Lovely mini challenge. The puppets. Yeah. I love the puppets. Mainly because I love the art department kind of um, attention to detail that happens when they put the puppets together before, you know, obviously I know they drag them up, but I love that they they make, they make them look like the actual contestants kind of in their boy drag. I think it's such a cool little moment. Um, and I, I like this. This is, this is a drag race staple. You can't... Um, you know, you can't be mad at the puppet, the puppet scene. And it's just basically another reading challenge. So it's just, it, we've reached that point where it feel, I feel very safe when I know the puppet challenge is coming. Cause it's like, oh great. Another little reading bit of fun. Um, so what, what did you think? Do you not like the puppet mini challenge? Well, I was nervous cause just puppets and comp, I was just, I was really nervous, but actually I thought it was fantastic. But do you want to know what I would have done if I was doing this puppet challenge? Because we all know that, you know, one day we're both going to enter drag race. Uh, yeah, of um, course. If I had pulled out the um, Priyanka puppet, I would have pretended it was Jeff, like straight away, and done like a, a like a, a Jeff bit of uh, dragging. What do you think about that? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I thought it could be really funny. Again, yeah. pr- producers dream. You know, do a little <laughs> curveball that no one's expecting. Oh, that'll end up in the episode. Well, yeah, we know we, we definitely know how we'd make it into the show, <laughs> into the edit every week. <laughs> we so wouldn't, we wouldn't win. We wouldn't do very well, but we would <laughs> we would be in every frame of every episode. Okay. So who who gets who? So Lemon gets Priyanka. Hmm. Um, should we just should we quickly say who gets who and then quickly go? Over yeah. There? Okay. So yeah. Lemon gets Priyanka. Priyanka gets Lemon. Yep. Um, Jimbo gets Scarlet, and Scarlet gets Rita, and yep. Rita gets Jimbo, which I was very worried about, but we'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. So first up, Lemon with Priyanka. Yeah, she said it's best your makeup has ever looked when she was kind of dragging it up. Um, and then, yeah, her reads, I think her reads were pretty funny. She said, everyone thinks you're Ty Nomi. That's why they keep putting her in the bottom. I thought that was funny. And then that when the, the reveal joke was very good, she's like, oh, is this your reveal from uh, the, the Snatch Game episode? She's like, yeah. She's like, oh, well, I thought you also revealed that you weren't a threat. That was really, that was very yeah. funny. That was like the perfect, like, because I thought, I thought Lemon was solid here, but that one was like, oh, no, that's very good. Well done. Appreciated that a lot. Lemon's, Lemon's got those, um, those kind of drag reads in her back pocket. She's got that, all of those like standard, she's got like a template, quite a few of them. And she's really good at kind of making them work for whatever the challenge is. I'm always very impressed with her, her reads. Mm-hmm. And then who's next? Pranker did 11. Said, yeah. Pranker did 11. Um, I don't remember it's much fine. about this. I have to say. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's, this was one of those other situations where Priyanka wasn't as funny as I wanted her to be. Yeah. And, um, yeah. She was basically going the fact, going on about the fact that like lemon was from New York. That yeah, was like her, one of the main gags. Her big reveal was that Tiara was covering up, um, the, the blending of her wig line, which that was kind of funny. <laughs> that was cute. Actually. That was cute. Yeah. A little, little, little physical gag on the puppet. Um, <laughs> Okay, next up, Jimbo um, with Scarlet. Um, <laughs> what was just, going on here? Oh, yeah, there was like a fisting joke, wasn't there? Yeah, that's that's just like when that was when he picked her. That was funny. It's like, oh, yeah, she takes a fist just like you. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh, she oh, the yeah, name oh, tag. 
Wait, what was the name tag? Oh, that's great. Right. Hello, that's my right. name that's is right. safe. She revealed, she revealed her name tag instead of saying Scarlett. I went, actually, my name is safe. Yes, that was excellent. <laughs> and then also, I loved the um, stuffing the cheeks stuffing scarlet's cheeks with like yeah. you know like cotton wool or whatever it was yeah. um i thought that was a really really and then solid bobo bobo did like a really good like button on the whole thing by cutting to interview and she's like how dare you and then went it's very true though and i was like okay great solid solid love it nothing better yeah. than when someone's in on a joke and, and also adds to it perfect and, and also i don't think like jimbo's uh jimbo i don't think um uh, Bobo's face has been like referenced throughout the no, season. Do you know what I, I mean? She, I, she has a couple of times, but no one she? else has. Yeah, I like I and I haven't even I haven't even I've, I guess I've thought about it in my head, but I haven't talked. Do you know what I mean? It hasn't yeah, been probably referenced. It was like a fun moment, like picking now, up on you know? something. It's yeah. like a fun moment picking up on something that's been glaring us in the face quite literally <laughs> all throughout the season. It's like, oh great, we're dealing with that now. <laughs> um, who's who next? Oh, it was Scarlett doing Rita. Um, she she was I I don't know why she won this well I know why she won the mini challenge because it was for producing reasons but it was it wasn't that funny she did a lot of weird things about wanting sausage and then talking about how Rita has a crush on lemon something yeah, which has not been from? it's clearly yeah. something they've talked about and then dropped from the episodes right must, must be. be and I and I know they they're, you're they're, they're, can't even speak um <laughs> I know they don't like talk backstage or you know at the hotel or anything because they're all like you know siloed or whatever it is sequestered oh sequestered Lovely um, word. great word um but yeah it definitely felt like it'd been talked about but we just hadn't witnessed it but but also Rita Baga kind of gave that look as if she maybe did yeah oh 100 percent yeah Definitely. She's, I think she's openly sat in like untucked and been like, I would like fuck lemon. And they just, they all know it and just haven't shown I would, it. Uh, I would fuck a lemon. Yeah. It's, uh, what is it? Oh, it's, it's lemon. <laughs> I was like, what's Limon. French for lemon? It's lemon. <laughs> what was the word yesterday that you were getting confused about in French? And we were having an, a, a, a mini, a, a vague, not argument, but there was something. What was the word? <laughs> it was verve. verve. Oh God. Oh God, it was. While we were drinking champagne, let's not talk about <laughs> our fucking bougie, our bougie selves. <laughs> God, I really uh, did not mean to reveal um, how, that one. <laughs> how bougie that moment was yesterday, drinking the verve. <laughs> Although not bougie, because you thought it was like verve. Verve clicot. I thought it was verve clicot. Verve clicot champagne. <laughs> oh my lord that's why my god, head is like be- spinning today we, um, we are being incredibly unrelatable i have to admit <laughs> and we just want to flag right now we do not sit around and drink champagne ever but for maybe about seven weeks we've decided we've been planning <laughs> wouldn't it be fun if we just sat and drank some champagne and we've been planning it for weeks and listeners we did it because who knows the world might end tomorrow who knows <laughs> Oh God, I think my world has ended today in my head. Anyway, finally, it was Rita doing Jimbo. So this is when, this is the moment where they gave Priyanka the sound effect. They cut to her an interview and she put her finger to her ear like she was talking into an earpiece. And she was like, she was like, get her, get her, get her, yes. go get her. And they literally gave her like a walkie talkie sound effect. I was like, you fucking funny bitch. Love her. Oh, it was, it was, it was take Jimbo down, copy. That was it. And they gave her a little like, bloop. That was really good. good. Also, I I also wrote here in my notes, Rita Bagger doing Jimbo. Great look. And like (laughs) the actual, the puppet looks amazing. Yeah. She she did her hair really well. That like, and that she, I don't know if it was intentionally falling out, but it made it even funnier. 
And she basically just like, she essentially just repeated what, what Jimbo said about Jeff in <gasps> Untucked. So it wasn't yes. even a joke, but it was just very funny. And I think you could tell that, um, you could tell that Jeff realized by the queen's reactions that it was actually what had been said because he was because they were all like oh my god <laughs> it was yeah it was really good so so basically uh jimbo was well puppet jimbo was saying you know was questioning um jeff's uh, level of the english language you know and oh i hope he hope he doesn't hear about this and of course it was all in front of uh, <laughs> all in front of jeff and then- um, I like when they cut to they cut to uh, Jimbo in, in his interview, and he's like, "I did say that in Untucked." It was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> and also, wait, Risa said she could change her wig, but you cannot change your face about Jimbo. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was because it, that's because that's how the argument started. Remember, remember, Rita was oh, questioning yes. whether she was meant to look old for that look. I thought you were right. doing a uh, old woman look. But uh, you were being young, may we? <laughs> I keep adding, <laughs> may we? That's my like touchstone when I do when I do her voice. I have to say that. Anyway, so, I, my, mine is my ticket stuff. Like, uh, may we? Uh, bien sûr. <laughs> so, oh, of course, at the end. Okay, who won? Inexplicably, for producer reasons, Scarlett Bobo won. Uh, she was named the winner and received a trip for two to Cuba. <laughs> now, I, now, I wrote here in my notes. Finally, a good prize. Wait. Is being gay problematic in Cuba? Dot, yeah, dot, dot. I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I've, I've got questions. That seems very strange. That's like sending someone off to a, a very questionable place in terms of gayness. You're correct. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, we wish, don't wish know. I could, wish I had the, the means to look it up. <laughs> some sort of, some sort of system where you write yeah. in like, okay, gay, okay, Cuba? Yeah, question mark. I, mean, I definitely have Amanda Bruegel's IMDB page open, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right okay and then um priyanka and lemon they they're sort of react in a shady way to scarlet's first win and yeah, also it's not even like it's one thing if you're winning a maxi challenge but you're winning this mini challenge let's yeah mini challenge I mean? wins uh I, I do i do think that a the reading challenge or the puppet thing are a little bit more prestigious uh, like mini challenge wins for sure it's compared not like to like matching up matching up fucking underwear off the guys yeah exactly and doing like you know i always think it's a little bit more there's a little more prestige when it comes to an actual kind of performance thing but i don't know we'll see so let's talk about the maxi challenge so this is obviously traditional at this point in drag race that we reach this episode and we you know we usually have the makeover episode and then the ball episode which i think we do have next week which i'm very excited about i love the ball episodes um so the makeover episodes are always so good because they really i feel like the, the makeover episodes always really shakes things up because it's kind of like that whole thing of having to make someone else up and there's always the challenge i don't know i just love the makeover episodes i get i feel Wait, very oh. like safe with knowing that they're coming oh. Okay, question for you. As like a yeah. more of a long-term racer, in the past, who have they made up? Like relatives and who have they made yeah, up? Yeah, they've done, they've done family members. They did, they've done kind of, they did older, older people before. I remember that was a really nice uh, season mm. where it was these LGBTQ kind of, um, you know, these older guys from like the community and they, they all had to kind of drag them up. That was a really lovely one. They did crew members of the, of the show. Oh, that's they've fun. Done, they've done influencers i think i bet Maybe they did 
Yeah, they did. Maybe it was, but, yeah, it was influences. But in this episode, in this episode, um, the queens were paired with someone from the Rainbow Railroad um, to, be, to be made over as a drag family. So the Rainbow Railroad is a charity that helps um, refugees from problematic countries throughout yeah. the world where it is not safe to be gay and they're, they're brought over uh, to Canada. And it's been around since 2006 and it's helped over 700 people secure freedom. Now, I will say the producer who came up with this idea really wants a GLAAD award. Yeah, <laughs> I'd give it to him. I'd go for it. It was, it was, it was strong. Nice. Yeah, it, it was, was really, really nice. good. They, they, it, it has always been, especially like the episode with the older, when they were making over the older kind of older gay guys, it was that, you know, it's really nice when they have kind of a point of view and something to say so that you they can kind of, you know, it's not just about being made over and, and doing drag. It's also about something important. And they really hit the nail on the head with this kind of, this fusion of things because I felt like it was really fun and also genuinely touching and like mm-hmm. and really tough <laughs> you know especially well, yeah. after what I said earlier about porn music well it's like it's like if you were doing it with a family member you've got the story there because the family member can talk about oh when they first you know saw their 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 if yeah. they first saw Ben dress up in drag so that, that and their relationship there you know so so yeah I totally hear what you're saying compared to like making up an influencer which which seems very disconnected and throwaway yeah that one wasn't that one wasn't great I think that was all stars anyway so uh, Scarlett was obviously put in charge of assigning who got who. Mm, yeah and this was a moment where she was like she was very connected she even commented on how canadian and nice she was because yeah. she tried to actually match people to each other's strengths and who she thought would would suit each other yes. basically so who who got who okay so rainer from indonesia was given to was given that sounds really weird was assigned to rita and rita was like oh my seventh child uh because she's a drag <laughs> mom um now i don't remember the pronunciation of this was it Ika or eka from indonesia eka. With rainer's eka from indonesia was given to i don't want to say given that sounds awful eka from indonesia <laughs> paired up with, with jimbo yeah, yeah. <laughs> paired with. Um, oh, yeah. And side note, Rainer and Eck are married. They're husbands. Yes. Um, then Dennis from Uganda was, well, Scarlett uh, teamed up with Dennis himself. Um, and then Rebel from Syria it was, was, it was with Rebel. Remember Rebel. Because the, the whole episode, I kept thinking they were saying RuPaul. Oh. <laughs> also, uh, Rebel from Syria, side note, I feel like me and him look like we could be seriously related no oh, yeah actually no i could t- i totally saw that yeah totally saw that. and then we had elton originally from jamaica for priyanka and i have just written here elton's look is cool yes yeah he looked great i i felt like as well just from just from the kind of the those initial moments i felt like priyanka and elton was a match made in heaven oh 100 percent. also elton <laughs> i loved his really like trashy acid wash ripped jeans i was like i really yeah. want those they were I loved really his shirt. Fun. he had a fun hat yeah, he, fun, yeah. Oh, on it <laughs> um and then scarlet yeah yeah and as i said before scarlet said she was being very canadian um, mm. and trying to be sort of very fair although and it comes up later um scarlet uh paired up with someone who wasn't white which was mentioned Yes, we, we, we can talk about that. Well, we'll get to that. Okay, before we do, let's take a quick break. We will see you right after this. Bye. 
Okay, uh, we're back. And this is this, this is where we get into kind of a lot of it's a lot of workroom stuff in this episode. A lot it's mm. a it's a dense it's a dense workroom episode, but mm-hmm. for good reasons, I think. So, where do we start? Lemon is just chit-chatting away about how she's how she won last week and she's amazing. So the lovely foreshadowing. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like very much like, I won last week, so we're all good. Cool. Okay. <laughs> And so then, Rita, she's trying to stay focused on the competition. Um, but she says people, the people they're making over today just want to live and be who they are. So yeah, it's a lot of this is very, in fact, and someone brings it up, this whole, I don't know, this whole challenge and section of the show, it feels like a bit of a break from the competition in a yeah. lovely way. Like everyone's actually getting, um, I don't know, just to like some perspective and uh, yeah, it's really lovely. And it's, yeah. I think it was Scarlett said that, wasn't it? She said it kind of like re-energized them all because they kind of, I think they, at this point they're like flagging hard. So I think to, to meet someone, you know, generally just to see, see a new person and talk to a new person and for that person to have such a kind of like, wild perspective and kind of yeah something very kind of sobering and grounding for such a stupid show i think i think it really yeah it, it came at like the perfect time it felt, yeah. it felt like they were all re-energized as well like when we got to the actual runway itself later i felt like i was like oh okay so but also i thought it was also interesting watching them in that space like it, on the set with people who weren't pros it made them really really look like pros do you know what i mean it sort of made me think oh wow i know we are down to the the top five so it is like you know the cream of the crop as it were but (laughs) it also it did make me think oh wow you really are it it was a really good audience reminder that they are awesome at what they do so we got just a little there's a little flash of uh uh, Scarlett's daughter Dennis like walking in heels that was just kind of a little moment and she was just like mm, she's saying she never walked in heels before I think she has <laughs> oh yeah Elton's <laughs> talking about how she's oh yeah she's seen Priyanka in Toronto yeah she's like, that was awesome. she's like you're my favorite queen I've seen you perform and Priyanka's like no as you would be I loved that it, it was just a great reminder as well that like they are actually you know, a, a pretty big deal on the like Canadian drag scene. And the, yeah. it just was nice. It was nice to be reminded of that, I think. So then in trots, Jeff wearing the same outfit as before. Mm-hmm. Although I will say I do like that jacket. I would wear that jacket anyway. So, um, okay. First of all, he goes to see Rita and Rainer and Rita's, you know, very much talking about how she's a drag mother and Rainer is, uh, her seventh child. Um, and then we get into sort of Rainer's background. Uh, Rainer's talking about how, you know, he hadn't heard of drag race before coming to Canada. Um, yeah. And, and, and Jeff sort of giving pointers saying that, look, we're not just, we're not just interested in the looks, but we need to, we want your essence. We want your story, we want your energy. and want to see the connection between the two of you, uh, which I, you think at this point, Rita's got it because she's, you know, this is her seventh child. Do you think like she's going to be able to do this? Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Scarlet Bobo. So Dennis is now Violet Bobo. Um, and yeah, Jeff's kind of like, mm, I'm seeing a bodysuit. I'm, I'm concerned, which I agree with. I do, just doing a bodysuit is always a little bit of a um, cop out, kind of a cop out, especially when it comes to these makeover challenges. There's often a, a 
I think a bodysuit is a very kind of easy thing to go for because it's easy to make it match and all of that stuff. So I, I get it, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure Jeff's a reliable witness anymore. Um, <laughs> no, but, but, but it was a good point. It was a fair yeah. point. Like a bodysuit, everyone's like, you know that that's sloppy potentially sloppy territory yeah and then there was just a bit of talk of um so dennis is from uganda and he was talking about how he kind of does human rights work um in uganda i mean dennis later when they were doing their makeup really gets into into it so we can talk about it there but oof he really i I was it was a lot to take when he was talking you know when they were doing their makeup and he was talking about coming from uganda oh my god it was just yeah Wild. And he and he even here he was saying that he'd sort of been doing human rights for other people, but yeah. then he actually then focused on his own human rights as well. Um, yeah, who uh, was next? Jimbo, Jimbo and Eka getting into a corset and says oh we're going to be sluts in no time. <laughs> that was I loved this. I mean, yeah. it was like Jimbo, like <laughs> you know, oh yeah, because Jimbo was saying, "Have you ever been a slutty demon before?" <laughs> but I do think there's I, I've heard RuPaul talk about this before about people getting in drag for the first time and they discover like the there's a few different kind of archetypes of who they discover that they are and being a slut is one of them and I do think that Jimbo I get I think that Jimbo was always planning on doing this look but I think she did a really good job of tapping into I think Echo was like oh I'm a slut I want to be like a huge slut and Jimbo. So that that's why I think their thing was so successful because mm-hmm. he like, he, he talked to him, found out what he, like his inner like drag persona was. And it was, yeah. Slut. It's also like you can, yeah, I guess it, it must be very freeing when you're in full drag yeah. to, you know, you can be a slut if you want. Yeah. <laughs> not that you can, not, that's our, that's our main message from the show today in drag or not. You can be a slut. If you want. Thank you. Yeah. Even in these tough times. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's risky, but you can still be a slut. Anyway. Okay. Elton. Um, Elton is now Electra. So uh, Elton's with Priyanka here. Yes. Um, yeah. Elton's now Electra and hoping that he can match Priyanka's energy. Um, but again, we're hearing that, you know, he's seen Priyanka perform like a thousand times. Yeah. I feel like I just wasn't that worried about them. I was like, okay, good. You're fine. Let's move on. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wasn't sure because of, you know, the past few weeks of Priyanka being on, you know, on thin ice. So I don't know. <laughs> so then we get, um, we get to RuPaul and Lemon, as I'm just going to call him RuPaul, my, my brother from another mother, RuPaul. Um, yeah. So it was just a lot of kind of chat in this section and Lemon had that again, some more foreshadowing. Lemon was talking about how she put seven people into drag for a pageant because they were all meant to be dressed like her. I thought yeah. they didn't look like her in that picture, but hey. no, it was, uh, yeah, to be specific, <laughs> she'd put seven people into lemon drag. Yeah. Um, and we saw the picture and Jeff was like, of course you did, honey. Um, <laughs> I th- yeah. And I just thought in that picture, I was like, yeah, they look like they're in drag, but they don't look like they're in lemon drag, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, just, girl. Just a bunch <laughs> of people in wigs. <laughs> and then, um, my, my main man, RuPaul, he was talking about, how it's you can't very call t- him rupaul that's just confusing <laughs> okay fine well yeah he was talking about how it's very taboo um where he's from in syria to be a man dressed as a woman and um you know then just kind of we get a little bit of his story about just what it was like to come to canada and finally you know be himself which is just 
you know, I, I feel like there's only so many times I can say it's amazing to hear these stories on the show in this episode, but it was amazing to hear it. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then we get to the runway rehearsal. So they all trot off to um, the main stage in their heels just to, you know, to f- see what it's like. And this was, again, another moment where I thought that all the queens really looked like pros because they're like, you know, look at this space. And and then they're trotting beside someone who's basically never been in heels before. So yeah. I was like, oh, you really all look like old pros now. Yeah. You, you, you forget that walking in heels is a is a hard thing until you see the, the, the these these new queens trying it basically how, how are you walk, are walking in heels um i'm pretty good i've got pretty good balance so i'm not too bad i think my only issue is that i'm already tall so to put a heel on i do feel very far away from the ground mm, closer to god though <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> you know me always try to get up there <laughs> I know you're good in heels, right? I, I can see you trotting your little, oh, your little bum around in some heels. I am. I put, Okay. The first time I put on heels, I put them on and I could just, I could completely walk and dance and do everything in them. It was, <laughs> it was pretty remarkable. It's just, yeah, there are many things in life I am not good at, but a natural when it comes to walking in heels. And unlike you, I need that height. <laughs> so who was who was up first Priyanka was just there wasn't too much in this little rehearsal I think it was kind of like Priyanka was just like bopping around with uh with Elton and I just thought he looked really cute and they gave us that little little preview of what they were going to do on the runway which was him which was Priyanka kind of dropping it low (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah remember that yeah, and also like in slut I don't dropping. think in the I don't think in the US they ever use the phrase slut drop. No, slut drop was a real UK term, wasn't it? It's, it's very dropping, like dropping it low. Dropping it low. It's very like if you're dancing to Christina Aguilera dirty back in the day, you yeah. might have gone like a you might have gone right down to the ground and then hop back up again. Yeah. Yeah, dirty was a slut drop anthem. Mm. <laughs> okay, next up we had lemon and lime. Great, see what she perfect. did um and yep. she, she did have a lemon did have a really good comment here where he was like uh right now he walks like jimbo um <laughs> which i was like very true just sort of like clumping around that kind of that kind of walk when you're sort of walking but your upper body you're sort of leaning back to balance yes. yourself <laughs> yeah counterbalancing yeah <laughs> yeah I, li- I liked i liked when she said delusional self-confidence is the lemon brand it's very funny i yeah i just like i heard i want tips here her yeah. tips here were good in terms of just drag in general. Yeah, and I, I think I wrote, I wrote this note down, and I, maybe this is too much of an overall note, but I felt like this whole episode, they were like, they're like, Lemon's a bitch, but we love her. I was like, is she? I don't know. Did you, what do you I mean? Think that was last episode as well. Though. There was just a lot of chat about like them being like, oh, you know, it's it's become like a part of the the lexicon of this season of drag race they're always like oh you know lemon she's she's such a shady bitch but we love her and i'm like is she i don't know i always i find her very like funny and not a bitch but i don't know have i gone crazy i don't know either i do not know either (laughs) who was next Uh, it was jimbo and bimbo (laughs) great love that a really like clear distinct name um yeah and they oh yeah they were sort of like practicing sort of doing like a like a sort of a boob type kind of shuffle in each other's faces weren't they there yes. was a lot of that going on he said this is it was like this is where we press our boobs together and then it's like that's what sisters do <laughs> it made me laugh <laughs> <laughs> um who was next after them rita i thought tarry i thought it was terry okay so producer brie has said it was rita and tarry bagger bagger 
Terry Bagger. But I thought it was Terry as well. Oh, it looks like the live cursor is hovering around there. Uh-oh, producer Bree. I, oh, it's changing. <laughs> She's just put question marks. <laughs> I think it's Terry. I think it's Rita and Terry Bagger because I wrote that. Terry. Very, very funny. Just Terry Bagger. Terry Bagger. Kind of like Terry Hatcher. <laughs> just like Terry Hatcher. <laughs> okay so um yeah rita was giving advice and she said her advice to terry or first time performers embrace the moment and give attitude because you're a bagger sure (laughs) and then scarlet was basically scarlet was a little nervous because violet bobo is uh giving it some butch (laughs) very yeah very good like swinging upper torso kind of butch action which i was enjoying (laughs) very funny it was very much like man dressed as non-man. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I know. I also just feel like it's like, I like the kind of, uh, kind of the, the masculinity and the femininity. So like the, this show is all, you know, it's like, oh, we're, we're gay guys. We dress as women or we're non-binary. You, you know, it's all very kind of these days especially it's just become like it doesn't really matter and i feel like actually seeing like a i think brooke said it later she's like i'm not mad at like a butch queen in heels and i was like yeah fair enough <laughs> i also think like these are you know five guys who hadn't really done drag before I, yeah. I it was a good reminder that no not everyone can just put on an outfit and just seamlessly yeah <laughs> like gorgeous vixen like some, yeah. some of them are just quite literally a guy in heels yeah, yeah. The, the runway yeah i appreciated that yeah and then um who do we have oh, priyanka was saying that bobo is dressing up like that oh yeah priyanka was very confused because of all the looks she was like, wait a minute, Bobo's dressing like Lemon, Rita's dressing like Jimbo, and Jimbo's dressing like her daughter, or is dressing like Lady Gaga, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was very confused. And it was, yeah, fair enough. Again, she did, she has a great way of just rounding things up in a, in a, a producer, like a gift, <laughs> a gift to those producers. She's like, here you go. I've just done your job for you. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> at this point we got introduced to someone didn't we well we got told who the guest the guest kind of host was going to be for this week and it was uh, my girl amanda bruegel from the handmaid's tale <laughs> must admit i only watched season one not aware of amanda bruegel's work looked up imdb not really aware of much of her work but boy did i enjoy her work in this fucking episode so wait do you remember her from season one of handmaid's tale no not at all well also Absolutely i love not. Also, I love the fact that she was dressed and styled for this outfit in kind of like the exact opposite of The Handmaid's Tale. Well, we, we're not, we've not got to her outfit yet. Right. <laughs> we oh, still I'm need sorry. to get to those mirror moments. Let's not, let's not, because I, I want to talk in depth about her outfit. Oh. So let's wait. No, wait. I, oh, I've got nothing but compliments for Amanda Bruegel. She's, she's basically my favorite guest host they've ever had. Okay, should we get to these mirror moments? Mirror, mirror moments. moments. <laughs> So, so Priyanka is shaving Elton's beard and says, oh, yeah. Wendy Williams style, how are you doing? Which I always think, did Wendy Williams steal that from the Joey character in Friends? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I feel like Wendy might have had it first. Who knows? Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. <laughs> Whitney, Whitney, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> you're always talking about me wendy you're always talking about me wendy you love talking about me don't you wendy if you just just tuned in you're listening to fraser's impression of wendy williams interviewing 
Whitney Houston on radio. You're always talking about me, aren't you, Wendy? And then Wendy goes, she goes, she goes, oh, Wendy, but I, I just want to know, like, who's, who's, you know, who's looking out for you, Jesus? <laughs> That's Whitney's response. This is so funny. <laughs> I got Jesus on my side, Wendy. <laughs> okay. Uh, back to mirror moments. Back to oh. moments. Okay, what else we got going on? Uh, um, Jimbo's, oh, yeah, Jimbo's like, um, okay. just Jimbo to Bimbo is basically saying, like, you, 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 you like being a sissy, you know? <laughs> well, it's, it's all about the tuck. This is all about them tucking, basically, because their outfit is right. going to require an incredibly fierce tuck, as they say in the world, in the community. Lots of ropes so, and pulleys. Yeah, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of smokes and mirrors and, and lots of things happening here. And then who is next? So Lemon's saying, well, you know, her daughter comes from her family, so she's obviously the prettiest. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> and actually scarlet i think scarlet quite rightly has a very good point here she's saying that she used to be a makeup artist and she's kind of saying like you know doing your own makeup is very different from doing somebody else's and then they were just like flashing around the room to these like wild kind of clown faces that are being painted on these poor men <laughs> when, when scarlet bobo was talking about being a makeup artist i was like oh my god 100 can you not imagine walking into uh, a mac mac makeup <laughs> store in like the early 2000s and he would just be in there doing someone's makeup do you, yeah, do you know what i mean cool. 100%. <laughs> also, there's a lot of spawn for Alyssa Edwards' eye kit here. Was there? Yeah. Endless shots of like her um, Alyssa Edwards' bright pink makeup palette. Oh, I didn't notice that. I thought it was Anastasia Beverly Hills. Oh, no, that featured. Also, I didn't get it at the time, but I've only just got it. I know they said that the, the wigs were courtesy of Wigs and Grace. And I was sitting there and I actually made a note. I was like, wait, is that a pun? I don't understand that title. It's <laughs> Will and Grace, isn't it? Wigs yes. and Grace. Didn't get yes. that. <laughs> Sorry, but Wigs, Wigs and Grace is a really bad pun. It should be, they could add Wigs and Grace and Frankie to it now. Much better. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, what else is going on in Mirror Moment? Uh, <laughs> a little bit more slut talk from Jimbo's daughter, which I enjoyed. And then this is where this is where things got kind of intense. And this is where uh, Rainier is kind of talking about, you know, this, this is where kind of he brings it into talking about being LGBTQ in Indonesia and how like there was people were actually getting raided in their homes if they'd been like reported to be gay, which was just like yeah. oh, wild. And then this is when Dennis was talking about, you know, being gay in Uganda and oh God, it just really just, yeah. I think it's still so important to be seeing on a show like this of hearing about countries where being gay is still illegal. And it just kind of, I don't know, everyone, we're all self-centered. So you instantly put yourself into the shoes where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. I grew up here and I, I experienced this. Oh my God, I can't imagine it. And I guess that's how everyone gets into the experience. You put yourself in there first and then you start hearing other people's stories, you know? Well, it's one of those other amazing examples in the show where like someone in the corner is being done up like a slutty bimbo with like bright <laughs> lashes. And then someone in the, in the other corner is talking about knowing four people having yeah. been killed for being gay. And it's just like, whoa, yeah. it really, it gives like so much weight, weight and meaning to the show that it isn't just frivolous. It is like all yeah. about identity and sexuality and pride and, and everything. So yeah, I mean, this was, this was pretty, pretty mind blowing. 
I would say. I also think that I loved, I loved the eye color um, that was being put on to Dennis, that Scarlett was putting on Dennis. Well, I mean, I know he was talking about something so awful, but that, that eye color also was that, it was like a pink gradiating out to like a yellow. It was like yeah. so stunning. I was just like, wow, what a like beautiful moment. And he looked like just that, it was just such like a gorgeous, a gorgeous moment all around visually and with actual meaning. Mm-hmm. What about Rita Bagger's like makeup that she was doing? <laughs> it was weird because I saw like when Rita like revealed... Um, the makeup that she was doing, it like it. I thought it looked amazing, but then I was like, "No, wait a minute!" I looked closer, and I was like, "Hang on, this is I'm 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 concerned." And equally, I will say, do you know what Priyanka? I've just realized mm. isn't very good at makeup. <laughs> See, the thing is, is those those mirror those cameras behind the mirrors they're too close, which I get is the point. They're trying to get the the close up of it, but the 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 shot of of um shot of Rita's daughter it was so close it was not fair <laughs> like you were, I was like you could see his like paws I was like come on everyone like no one's gonna look good no one's makeup in, in, in no. any respect is gonna look that good you know that close but I I disagree I actually I I liked how close it was because I wanted to see all the different sections and layers. I thought it looked kind of amazing but actually <laughs> I'm, I'm amazing. on the runway yeah on the runway I was like oh no yeah really really bad but, but yeah, I, I see I think Karika's makeup did look bad I think you're yeah, right. Priyanka's, it, Priyanka's makeup is bad. She does the same thing every week. I know it's a brand. I know she's what she's doing, but she does the, you know, to reference Alexandra Burke in the UK, she does that Alexandra Burke eye every time. <laughs> I know, but I, I, I thought that myself, like when, when they showed, it, I was like, oh, she looks kind of bad. But I thought on the runway, she looked great. So again, I'm like, <laughs> maybe she just put more makeup on in that time in between. And I, then maybe there's like one component that she hadn't done yet. And then I was like, well, it's complete and she looks great. So who knows? It's almost like we don't know anything about makeup. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> who are you? It's almost like we don't do drag and are not from Canada. <laughs> I just, oh, actually, I forgot to check in. How was Canada this week when you visited? Perfect. Uh, so this week I went to some of those real, like, I went to the real outer islands, you know, like right at the top. I was what, basically what, in uh, outer islands. You know, the Outer Hebrides, whatever they call them. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> That's in Scotland, isn't it? <laughs> Scotland, another country you have not been to. Okay, moving on. Um, so we finish off uh, Mirror Moments, and then we get to the main stage, don't we? We do. Oh, actually, I liked just before they got into the the final kind of, there was the final little moment, you know, where they're like, building up, and it's just like, makeup 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 wig wig and they just did a really good moment of priyanka like turning her daughter to the mirror and going like (gasps) and it was so kind of false looking and rehearsed but it was perfect i was like she she knows what she's doing no totally again she's giving television every second she knows knows that's gonna make the the cut doesn't she you know she knows right onto the main (laughs) stage we go okay let's talk about the looks of the judges yeah let's talk about Jeff in his um okay I want to just okay we'll we'll start with Jeff let's start let's start with Jeff quite rightly producer Brie has called it euphoria glitter makeup (laughs) we were texting while we were both watching this show separately um now you were like oh I I think Jeff's makeup is fun I was like I think the idea of it's really fun I just wish someone had actually done it properly yeah it did it, it did feel like he'd fallen face first into 
like two very specific piles of glitter, <laughs> yeah. two ice based apart piles of glitter, and he just kind of got whoop. It definitely it was a little heavy handed. It could have been maybe a, a lighter touch, but I don't know. It's Drag Race, like whatever. It's at least he's trying. He's having fun. Okay, yeah. our girl Stace. Now she was very like, I mean, she paired back. Oh. Paired back, very, um, I mean, all all black dress, gorgeous. The kind of dress that could be at like an evening event or a funeral. Yeah. I also sometimes, I don't know if I'm just, maybe I'm, because I like them both so much that I'm imagining that Brooke and Stace like have conversations about what they're going to wear. Because I do feel like when Brooke goes crazy, Stace is always in something more paired back. So she doesn't mm. look all so crazy sitting next to her because Brooke was crazy. Crazy, like, in a good way. But, like, you know, she looked insane. She looked like Poison Ivy who'd, like, lost her mind. Yeah. Massive, massive orange hair. I like loved a, it. A, a, a kind of green dress with, like, different panels and things going on. Yeah, it was very fun. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's what I felt like. It was like, well, you can't, Stace can't do something. She can't look like a lunatic while Brooke is sitting there looking like that. Speaking of lunatic... The guest judge comes down the runway. Not only does she just walk down the runway, she basically did like a full floor show. I was like, I was like, I don't know who Amanda Bruegel is, but now I do. Do you know things? There was a real element of, um, oh my god, why why is her name blanking? She's a very important person in my world. Um, <laughs> the only thing I can think of, Paula Abdul. <laughs> yes in my head she was going on in my head scat cat scat cat scat cat scat cat <laughs> you, you were like you were like who's mc scat cat's friend yeah. you know she's all out of who was it that collaborated with mc scat cat i just can't get it <laughs> yeah she was, she was definitely giving like a paula abdul vibe she's also this is not a reference you, you'll know or care about she was like paula abdul meets sheree uh from the real housewives of atlanta like but also dressed in like a 90210 prom dress. <laughs> yeah. A, de- a deconstructed 90210 prom dress. She was she having looked, a lot of fun. She looked insane. And they also, did you notice that she, not only did she do like kind of a dance routine, that she got to the end and whipped her ponytail around and they gave her whip cracking sound effects. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> again the sound department have been busy. And she had on her, her high pony, she had a little um, Diamante uh, brooch or like hairpiece that said, Queen. <laughs> please say brooch again brooch <laughs> i thought she I, th- I she looked great and it's like you know the sound department didn't give those sound effects to fucking tom green when he was schlepping down the runway in his like wide leg bootcut jeans frayed jeans from 2001 and his blazer but what was the sound effect going to be for that what 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 that's why you don't work in the sound department okay so terry's here she's she's doing it all she's doing more than anything wait there was a fun moment where she said something and um you, what did you just call her terry oh why, why did i call her terry oh god i'm, I'm all over the place. <laughs> You're thinking of terry terry bagger <laughs> i'm also thinking of terry hatcher <laughs> you i watched the james bond movie with terry hatcher in it not so long ago it's a really wild ride is that the one with the invisible car <laughs> no that's the halle berry one okay <laughs> where, where, where it's all set in like ice and rosamund pike plays a character whose surname is frost <laughs> oh my god oh, 
Oh, okay. time to be alive. But anyway, Sage, Terry's not there. Terry's no. not there, but Amanda is. But wasn't there a moment where Amanda says something to um, Brooke and then Brooke replies and Amanda's like, oh, that wasn't in the script. Yeah, she said Un- under his eye, which is from Handmaid's Tale. And then Brooke said, last time I was under his eye, I got pink eye. <laughs> yeah, and she was like, oh, okay, I don't think we were meant to say that. Which leads me to believe Brooke is funny. 100%. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't saying otherwise. No, no, no I, I wasn't challenging you. I don't know. I don't even know who I'm thinking is saying that she isn't. But I feel like there are people saying it. I just, have I heard it? <laughs> well, people are just still hung up on the fact that Brooke isn't Ruth. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, I feel like at this point, everyone needs to get on board and shut the hell up. Also, uh, Amanda Bruegel in this whole episode, really making a, really making a kind of a, a power move for another judge's seat, I felt like. Oh, wait, she, wait she's not going to... Mm. Well, our squirrel friend, Tracy Melshaw. She can't, she can't replace Tracy because we love uh, our squirrel friend, Trace. Yeah, anyway. Trace instead. Okay. <laughs> so she then sits down. She's doing a fantastic job. She's giving all the energy. And then yeah. we have the uh, the main stage, uh, a runway show. Spectacular, don't we? Yeah. Let's talk about who is first. It's Priyanka and Electra. Okay. In little kind of these colors were all for me. We have like bright lime acid green and super hot pink. There's um kind of I don't know like furry caribou fur feathers going on. Oh, caribou, marabou, caribou. Also, caribou is caribou is a very funny Canadian pun that you just made. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the wheels are really coming off today, aren't they? Okay, what do you think of this look? Uh, I thought it was very... I actually thought it was pretty basic, but the it was so fun and bright and eye-catching, and I thought that... I thought she'd done, actually, genuinely a really good job with Electra's makeup. I thought okay. I thought she looked... I think she looked, like, stunning. She looked very soft, which was... I thought he... You know, he had a pretty man face, so I thought she'd really softened her out, and she looked great. Like, I liked those little, like carnival headpiece things that they were wearing it just was very fun and it was very difficult to i actually was kind of like hang on these are just body suits with some and then i was like no no, no i'm having too much fun to really focus on it totally. and i thought they did a really good like presentation where she was like <laughs> she's like do what we talked about <laughs> talk to the judges and then, then she was like what's my name and they all were like electra which i thought was just a really cool just She's very, Priyanka knows how to do her brand and how to be funny and how to pull it off. And yeah. I loved that bit of interview where she was like, Brooklyn's quaking, Electra's going to host season two of Drag Race Canada. That was really funny. I just think also like it was very on brand for Priyanka. You yeah. Know? I, don't, I think there's something so clever and simple about doing, we're going to, we're going to look like sisters. Gonna be, we're going to, we're going to be wearing the exact same outfit, but it's going to be the mirror image and a completely different color. Yeah. Works. Smart. Smart. Talking of smart or not, coming up next, Scarlet and Violet Bobo. Yes, Violet Violet Bobo doing what I can only describe as neck brace. <laughs> neck brace choreography. <laughs> she literally so much walked, fun. walked like she was in a neck and back brace. Just only could turn, <laughs> could only move the whole upper body in one direction at a time. But she looked, they looked, they looked cute. And I and thought Brooke's massive smile on her face as well. Yeah. She's having such a good time. I thought Brooke's joke was very funny. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, Lady Gaga and Beyonce feel old now. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> um, this look in general, it was, I mean, there was the dreaded bodysuit underneath. And then those mm-hmm. kind of like those 
leather pleather jackets on top with like tassels and it just oh no 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 yeah it was a hundred percent no for for me yeah. it's hard pass <laughs> so it's a hard pass from us on this one thank you yeah then we've got lemon and lime in that 1920s flapper bullshit a hundred percent this look was uh, bad I, i'm i'm as a this is again a bit of a diversion but as a you know real kind of lover of the real housewives there's as bravo fans we have long suffered through those fucking housewives doing a 1920s party every season every year they dress up as fucking flappers any city it happens so i'm very like quick to be angry at a 1920s flapper they always it's basically a great fucking gatsby party it's like that book came out a million years ago and even the film came out a million years ago let's all stop having great gatsby themed parties everyone it is not a theme wow (laughs) although how great do you remember the fergie song that went with the great gatsby movie well, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and again, in like, well, in pre-COVID times, in like workout classes, that gets played, and I'm like, oh, forgot about this. This is awful, but yeah, I could work out to this anyway. Last, I'm- last week that we fully went down the Sex the City soundtrack rabbit hole. <laughs> we were talking about labels of love. Let's let's not go. Let's go near. Not stop. Just stop. <laughs> Labels are shopping for love. Um, okay, Lime. I felt so bad for Lime because he's like an. Attra- I thought he was an attractive man, but in Lime drag, oh, yeah, it was sad. Do you know? I, again, this is coming from my years of drag experience. Mm-hmm. I felt like Lemon has a pretty face, so can pull off that flat little bob, flicked out bob wig, but Lime. You know, as I said, I felt like me and Lime could be from a very similar family. We look almost related. I also have a large nose and, you know, I just feel like to, to put someone, he, he needed big hair and like, he needed like big razzle dazzle, I feel like. Yeah. Because I felt like he had a very small head. So it just was this, it, they just, yeah, she really made her look like a, an old like an old lady it was very unfortunate you're right the whole look and the hair and everything was very flat yeah and the dresses were flat there was no padding it wasn't like she needed to be like vava roomed into like a big old queen because i feel like that if you've got if you've got like a man face or like bigger features i feel like you just need to go for it and just like pad them out strap on some hair that's five times bigger than that face you know paint crazy bigger i don't know it was all too subtle too like distract distract yeah Exactly. It was all too like subtle and like, well, it's like Lemon can do that because she's like pretty and, and small. But yeah. Now, next up, coming in the runway. Now, I've got the episode up, okay, and I'm watching it. It is Rita and Tari Bagger. What? It is. Oh, <laughs> apologies. apologies to producer Brie. It is Tari Bagger. I think Education. it was. It was the, yeah, it was the French French pronunciation that we struggled with. And actually, the UK translation of Terry would be Terry. <laughs> so it's still, I'm still calling her Terry Hatcher. So Rita and Terry Hatcher come out. <laughs> <laughs> so they've got a very confusing look. It's kind of like, like super, like clown superheroes. I felt like it was like. One, yeah, it was like a black and white clown meets clown in color. It didn't, none of it made any sense, but I felt like in motion, I was like, oh, okay, okay, well, this is, oh, okay, I kind of like, I was like, oh, she's in black and white, oh, she's color, okay, okay. In motion, I was like, this is fun. But then 
in flashback and standing still on the runway later, I was like, oh yeah, this is bad. But I still, I still maintain that I think the makeup looks really good here. I think it's really fun. Do you know what? I think the problem with Terry Hatcher here is that she's not a mover and she's not good at expressing because you know yeah. what? She's not a queen normally. So that yeah. didn't help either. I loved that little, the little bedazzled uh, clown nose that, that Rita was wearing. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't mad at that at all. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It's like, it's not, it was a little, maybe it's a little bit jarring because Terry Hatcher was dressed as a clown, but yeah, kind of very, you know, quite stiff because obviously Terry Hatcher is not a, not an everyday queen, you know? So yeah, it perhaps was a a tougher, she would have maybe benefited from not being a clown basically. Okay. Final duo to come to the stage, Jimbo and Bimbo. I loved every fucking second of this, every inch of this. I thought this was amazing. This was 90s Pamela Anderson slut. Just so good. Bimbo was having such a good time. Bimbo was great. Yeah, she was I it was the she was the only one of the queens who I think was like, oh, okay. I'm I'm like getting a she felt like she was you know not too far off of Jimbo's level, really. I also think that she was really good at like you know, clearly she hasn't walked in heels much before. So she just very nonchalantly like slowed it down and she walked, but in a way that like, I'm just walking like this and I'm going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She really owned it. Yeah. You could tell that she was 100% comfortable and having a good time. And I hate, cause actually I think Jeff kept saying, you really seem like you're having fun up there, which always sounds like the cop out excuse when you don't know what to say, but I really do think she was having a good time. And I thought that they looked amazing. Like I, the outfits were so good. They were, and also they, well, they get into it in the critique, but I think Jimbo made them. Yeah, it's how 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 he didn't win this episode is a shock. It's shocking, and the, and the critiques. I'm. We'll get to it. I'm. Let's get I'm, into them. Let's get into yeah, them. Let's get let's into the critiques. Okay, first up was Priyanka and Electra. So they were saying that you know she looks stunning, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, you're back! Thank God." Um, they had good yeah. chemistry. It was it was great, and yeah, it was nice. Because and then we. You know, uh, Priyanka did was talking about kind of how emotional it was, and they cut to her kind of crying in her um her little kind of interview thing. It was it was nice. It was really, really nice. Crying, yeah, yeah. She really. It was nice as well because I think we've talked about it in the past. But there's a concern with Priyanka that it's all quite fake and upbeat, but it really isn't. And then seeing that moment where she's just absolutely crying was like so lovely. Yeah, she just she is that person. That isn't. Yeah. That, I feel like she's like that alone in her bedroom. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then lemon and lime, yikes! Yeah, they were. I actually think they were. They were pretty kind actually to start with. They were kind of saying that they loved the look, they loved the nineteen twenties vibe, but they were saying, yeah, it was definitely a mother daughter act and not a sister act, which is fine if you were. It's like you know I was saying when they did the the older when they had the older kind of um, men on back in the day for the makeover mm-hmm. challenge. They did a lot of mother daughter stuff with that, and it was really it was really effective. And actually there was, God, who was it? There was a queen that got like someone that couldn't walk because he was like, he was uh, like partially disabled and maybe it was Raven and she like carried him, she like carried him down the runway dressed in drag. It was really like such like a gorgeous moment. I think it was Raven. Anyway, anyway. um, But yeah, they just were kind of saying it was uh, not great. (laughs) And also they're, yeah, they were basically saying as well, like you made him look old and you made you look good. 
Um, yeah. I think it goes back to your point earlier about what, you know, they've got very different faces and very different yeah. needs. And actually, um, I have to say, makeover, makeover episode, the classic line is like, you did your sister dirty. Like, you, you made yourself look good and you made her look bad. That is a makeover episode staple kind of critique, for sure. Happens a lot. Hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a struggle that one. Okay, next up we had Scarlet and Violet Bobo. Hmm. So they were. I felt like she got like pretty mixed critiques. She got quite a lot of praise, which I I was like, fine. I don't know. It's really tricky with the makeover episodes because I want to be harsher, but I want to also acknowledge that all of those the, the you know all of their sisters that they're putting in drag for the first time it's like i think all of them did an amazing job considering they've never done drag before you know totally but i just wasn't that impressed with the look and any of it <laughs> i i and again i know this is like what we're saying jeff saying earlier but i do think what really saved them is that violet here was just having such a good time like, yeah violet has the most gorgeous smile so like yeah. just standing there grinning from ear to ear having a blast so like that's all that matter I, they picked on the fact that like his walk wasn't the most fun but everyone's like you know what that was kind of fun you know um and then jeff also brought up the fact that he thought that initially they were lemon because of the hair. Um, And then he referenced the bodysuits again, which the bodysuits, if they'd been clever, they could have done something with it, but they didn't. It just, it didn't look great. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was tough. And then next up was Jimbo and Bimbo. So Amanda, you know, my girl, Amanda Bruegel, my new favorite woman in the world. She quite rightly was like, this is insane. You made these yourselves. She's like, and I, I, this is such like a drag race kind of cliche of being like, I want you to make me one of them. I genuinely think she's getting Jimbo to make her a latex outfit. percent. <laughs> she's, she's like coming back in the final episode <laughs> in the audience wearing the outfit. <laughs> like 100%. And she's right. It's insane that he made them. It's like so good. Um, and, you know, they obviously they referenced how like, how intense their tucks were for that outfit, which was again, very impressive to do that for like a first time in drag queen. Cause obviously it's like easier to find a way to not have to do such like an extreme tuck. So that was very like a bravo. And then this is when they were like, this is when they really lost me. And they were like, you were too sexy. Like, and then Jeff was like, Oh, I missed the Jimbo campy thing. I'm like, uh, what is more campy than like a nineties Pamela Anderson, like slut look? I'm sorry. It's like, what do they want? What do they want? I was furious with that critique. No, I hear you. I hear you. It was, it was, it was confusing. It was confusing yeah, like, because what, they, were, they were just, yeah, they were they great. Were. I know. It was perfect. <laughs> I, love, I love the idea of you and the show being like, what do you want? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this, I feel like they say that all the time on Drag Race, the queens who get like criticized, they're like, I just don't know what they want from me. And I'm always like, oh, just be better. That's what they want. But in this particular moment, I do not know what they want from Jimbo. How could look, it doesn't make any sense? Let's move on because I'm getting final, frustrated. Final, final duo. <laughs> oh, Terry Hatcher and Rita Bagger, just not. You know, I, I have no idea what the story was. You know, when they told the story, I actually watched this episode twice and I couldn't retain the details of that story. I know that it was like serious and touching, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, because Ter- because um, Rita was like, yeah, I wanted to tell her a story and I wanted to hold her hand and blah, blah, blah. And then it was, a lo- there were a lot of quick cuts where they tried to like assemble some sort of story. But yeah, I didn't get it either. I completely agree. They really sp- tried to splice it together, didn't they? And it wasn't. Mm. wasn't I love that word. Frank and Frank, what's, what are those Frank and Bites? 
Frankenbites, yeah, that's <laughs> inside. It's insider TV, uh, I don't know, vernacular for you there. Right, then they trotted off backstage. <laughs> the backstage. Yeah. Did you notice something going on today? Did you notice something backstage? I tell you what, the cocktails had ice in them this week. Oh, I didn't notice that. I did notice a shot of, of Scarlet by squeezing the lemon into it. And I was like, oh, she probably needs to because it was, it just looked like they were drinking vodka cranberry. I was getting very like sick. So at the much thought cranberry, of so much cranberry, just anything to offset that kind of like bitter sweetness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they were all backstage. What was going on here? Not much, actually. This is, Priyanka made that joke of like, oh, well, this is normally where we sit here and have a fight, but why don't you guys do it? And there was that little moment of, you know, basically Rita was like, oh, I'm in the bottom. And Lemon was like, I'm in the bottom too. Maybe Scarlet. And Scarlet was like, uh, excuse me. And I was like, yeah, you maybe should be in the bottom too, actually. Scarlet. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, Scarlet. You're not going to make it into the final. So you're, you're going <laughs> to at some point. So come on. I know. I think maybe, I think maybe that's my issue is that I, she's the one I wanted to go next. So maybe that's where a lot of my kind of distaste for her look is coming from maybe i think i was like projecting a lot of the fact that i just don't i she's the one i wanted to go next because i love the other ones so much well it's well, there is a feeling of like this is just a bit of waste of everyone's time and effort because you're not going to be in the final so why let's why bother critiquing you because you're gonna go you know what i mean yeah yeah and I, I yeah yes yeah and i love the other ones on a on an equal level so i, I kind of can't pick between them so Scarlet was always kind of the next one to go for me in my head because, she, yeah, I literally love them all, the rest of them equally. And I can't like tell who I love the most. Well, maybe it's Jimbo. Yeah, it's Jimbo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I like Priyanka. There was a great shot of Jimbo backstage just sucking on a straw as well while people were talking. <laughs> always the straw work in Untucked is just always fabulous. <laughs> um, I still maintain that the top three is 100% going to be uh, Priyanka, Jimbo, and Rita Baga. Has to be. Yeah, yeah has to be. If, anyway. if Scarlett's in there, I'm going to be most displeased. Yes, so Priyanka is named the winner, calls it her pre-redemption. That was a stretch, but good on you for keep trying to do that branding. Well, it was <laughs> as good as Wigs and Grace. <laughs> Wigs and Grace and Frankie. Yeah. And then she, her prize, which I thought was, this was amazing. I actually, I, this sounds like I'm being false because of the way that I sound and the way that I speak and I never sound genuine, but this genuinely like brought a tear to my eye when they, when they announced her prize. So she got a donation of $10,000 that went to Rainbow Railroad in her name. And it was, it's basically the kind of the amount of money they need to save someone from, you know, a terrible country that's anti-LGBTQ. So that really touched me. I was just her like, prize, wow. Her prize basically save, was saving a life of someone. Yeah. It was um, it was unreal. I just yeah. thought it was like a, it just it was the cherry on top of like a episode where it was making you think anyway, and then it was just like, well, that's fucking fantastic. Like, yeah, great. It beats that trip to Cuba. <laughs> I wonder if Scarlett Bobo t- ever took that trip to Cuba. If she ever wow. got time, come on. No, no one, no one, no one is. Um, okay, so then uh, Prank is named the winner, um, and then safe we had. I'm going to do them in a different order, but Jimbo, obviously. Yeah. And we had Jimbo should have won. Scarlet Bobo. How did you feel yeah. about Scarlet Bobo being safe over Lemon? I know we've touched on it, but how do you feel about that? Um, it's tricky because I would have liked to have seen Lemon and, and Scarlet Bobo in the bottom two. 
but even though even though Rita and Terry Hatcher were not great, I just feel like uh, I just would have preferred to have seen that. And again, I maybe I'm again putting my kind of just personal opinion into it rather than what actually happened in the on the runway. But yeah, I just I don't think Scarlett should have been there, and and Jimbo should have won. I think Jimbo was absolutely robbed in this episode and she was robbed for uh, storyline and producing purposes over anything. Yeah. Cause they just wanted Priyanka to be back. Yeah. And it wasn't fair. Jimbo should have won. She looked, they looked amazing. Everything was perfect. It was an absolute serve. So she was completely robbed, but okay. Bottom two, Lemon and Rita Baga. So mm. their lip sync was to Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know. God, <laughs> that song. I what are you to know? I love this song. Yes, ding, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding, da, ding. Um, one of Britney's well, favorite you. songs to perform live. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's the best line in the whole have song. You, have you ever seen the videos of Britney in the circus tour where she's like, oh, yeah. "I'm just gonna sing Alanis Morissette's You Ought to Know," and like she doesn't lip sync, she stands with the mic and she just sings it, and everyone's like, "What?" What's going on? <laughs> I love it so much. Go down on you in the theater. <laughs> Such a good song. Now, how uh, and also about this. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? I just was going to say shout out to our friend Teddy, who has been noticing this season of Drag Race Canada that nearly every single lip sync has included a queen doing air guitar. <laughs> <laughs> I caught a flash. I think it was Lemon did a little bit of air guitar in this one. <laughs> uh, how did you feel about this lip sync? I loved it. And here's why. Yes. Oh, interesting. Because I like when I like when they do a fun pop song so people can, you know, ka 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 ka. Boom. That's great. That's what you want to see. But I also like when a song has got like passion to it and they can do kind of a an impassioned performance. It's like you don't want you don't want like a boring ballad. You know, like, oh, what's that? Alessia Cara, whatever her name was, whenever that happened. That song was boring and it, the lip sync was boring. This is like, you can like basically like rip your clothes off to this song because it's like, ah, ah, ah. Okay, I, I agree. I agree. It's a great song. I don't think they did a very good lip sync to it. Now, here's my thinking. I think Lemon is slightly too young to properly, properly emote and connect to the song. She was just a bit flippant with her choreography and her moves. I wasn't really believing it. Rita Baga, I thought, was really feeling it and really going for it, but didn't quite give me enough. So I don't know. It just, both both for me were lacking. See, I think they shot it like it was going to be a double save because they don't often do split screen in a, oh. um, in a lipstick. So it was a real misdirect because I was like, okay, maybe they're trying to say they're both serving it so much that they can't kind of pick between a shot. So I was like, this is going to be a double save. Also, and I, how useful is that split screen? <laughs> I know. it. Well, it's, a stra- it's strange because I think they don't ever use a split screen because they want to they kind of... Remain in control. Fa- yeah, exactly. They want to favor who they want to favor and it gives them exactly the control on the edit. So it was kind of a strange choice and I'm very curious to know why they did it because I don't know what purpose it served if it wasn't a double save. It just if anything, not- it kind of proved that like, I was like, well, yeah, they're both doing like an all right job. So I guess I don't know who to pick. It was All I know is I found it very useful and I just wanted a split screen for, for the whole performance because I could actually like make sense of what was going on. Also, do you not think Rita Baga basically looked like... Um, the the stepmom in Cinderella throughout this. <laughs> she, she really, yeah, she was so right. That beehive hair, you're right. Very, very evil stepmother. 
Um, oh, so yeah, it happened. It happened at the end. I didn't, well, no, I knew what was going to happen. I, I yeah. felt like, like I, I think I'd called lemons time a while back and she had, you know, she'd had moments where she'd really come back, but it felt like it was time to go despite the fact she won last week. Yeah. I just think, I think Scarlett should have gone and lemon would have gone the week after, you know, it, it, it was, it's, it's only going to be that way around. I feel, but still. I think I could have done with one more week of lemon. I enjoyed her work thoroughly. One more squeeze, one more squeeze of lemon. It'll just, just get that, that last drop out of the wedge, but I guess not. I have to say, do you know what was really sad? Is when she was being um, told to sashay away, lying backstage, looked so upset and his lips yeah. quivering. I was like, oh God, you yeah. fucking upset the refugees. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's tough. <sighs> and it's it's kind of like a little like, feels like it's like their fault which is always sad i don't like that on the on the makeover episodes they because they get really attached to each other as well because it's obviously quite rightly a intense kind of experience so that is very sad but i felt like she she went out with uh with dignity said she was gonna be bitter forever <laughs> which i thought was funny yeah it was fine it was fine so yeah off she trotted and she went backstage how was she backstage was she okay she 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 she, she sort of oh struggling with my words <laughs> she's sort of like she was quite buoyant backstage she was sort of like you know like yeah. you know what i mean she was sort of like not skipping backstage yeah um, but then she was also i like what she was saying in her exit interview where she was basically like look i was the least experienced in this competition yeah i got to top five can't get much better than that all yeah. good you um just for a second there when you were tripping over your words you started going into the beginning of I know what you're gonna say by Britney Spears coolest baby did a hot as ice you never get to heaven when you try says nice song from Britney's blackout album which is very important to us and the world one of the greatest albums ever made okay so that was this episode thank you for listening. Oh, so next week we're up to the final four. I'm okay saying the final four, not the top four. Yeah, we've got the ball the ball episode next week, which I'm excited about. Love the ball episode. If you enjoyed all of our musings and our side notes, you can get more of that on our podcast, You're Welcome America. We talk about British and American pop culture. We've got a new episode coming out this week, which we need to record tomorrow. Who knows what we'll be talking about, but it will be fun. You will find us on Instagram, You Are Welcome America. Find us in all the pod shops. That's yeah. where you'll find us if you want to listen. Um, thank you for listening to this. We're going to be back next week. Anything else to say, Fraser Light Razor? I will just, I'll, oh, I'm going to do a roundup. Oh, well, first of all, I just want to say again, thank you to everyone who has kind of crossed over from this podcast to our podcast. We really appreciate yeah. it. And we love hearing your feedback and it feels great. And I love it. And I love you all. So that's going to do it this week. <laughs> this week's episode of Canada's Drag Race Recap. This episode was produced by Brie Weiss. Producer Brie, what, what? Uh, be sure to join us next week and every week uh, we continue to discuss, dissect and deconstruct each brand new episode of Canada's Drag Race Season 1 Woohoo! You're Fraser, I'm Ben Bye. You're welcome Bye Bye, Bye.